back to Psych Central. In this episode, we're going to discuss academic stress because we know it's something that literally every single one of us, every single teenager goes through in their life. It can be like a very, very big burden. As you guys know, we kind of touched upon this in our last uh, podcast. We wanted to discuss this in detail because I feel like it's very relatable to a lot of people that all of us are going through academic stress right now. We have been going through it since we started school. I just feel like um, right now, since this quarantine, there's a lot of uncertainty to what's going to happen to us. I messaged Hamna a couple of days ago and we were discussing like our college applications and how we literally have zero extracurriculars and we're not going to get into any university. And I was like really chill. I was like, uh, oh, Hamna was like, I had already been through that state. So my mental breakdown was I was just like, okay, fine, whatever happens now happens. If I don't get into any university, it's actually, it's not fine. But it's just the way we have to be right now. All we can do is just predict what will happen. I think majorly this academic stress comes from this whole system. And I personally think that the education system is inherently flawed. Like, you know, currently... Uh, we're going through a pandemic so usually this time these like months of june july august we're doing internships we're doing you know we're we're doing work experience we're doing a lot of things that are very essential for our university application since we're we're in lockdown we can't do any of that stuff so you know a lot of us are stressed because we don't know what we're going to write in our university applications, man. I had two work experiences, but I can't do them now because of lockdown. And also, I feel like, if, for example, a lot of us have to give our personal, like, personal statements, submit. Everyone has to submit a lot of different applications. And the thing with that is that we don't know if our deadlines are going to be the same. Are we going to get more time? This is a very difficult time to, you know, work and study in. Like, the environment isn't the same. We're not the same mentally either. We're not in this right headspace. We don't know if we're going to get extra time. Is it, Are the deadlines going to be the same? We, like, really need to discuss academic stress in, like, much detail and, you know, like, discuss proper coping mechanisms. Like what Fatma said, um, all of us are just worried about our exams. And I feel like that's so wrong because they just like test how how well you do that day maybe i don't do well in that uh environment but the two teen salkeeper high you can't judge it on one day and that's what makes me angry and but this is why people get so stressed it just like tests how well you've like your memory is it doesn't test how well you've studied for the past like three or four years we don't know when we're going to have our CIs next year. Are they, is the syllabus going to be the same? What's going to happen since we've lost so much school time? And secondly, like, abhi hai, online exam hai, say, you know, I hope no one from school sees this, but online exams, we have sub majority. 90% of students are just cheating on their exams. Like, we're just opening Google, we're opening our books, and we're just, we're just chopping our exams, and we're just chopping our exams. So, we're like, Majority of students are doing this. Which is very bad, but you know, it's not justifiable, but still. Okay, so I feel like, I know a lot of parents are doing this too, that, you know, we're supposed to adjust to the time, but if you can't get them, I feel like we can't really 
So for them, these grades, because they never had that, for them, that's like the key path to success. Only that's just how their experience has been. And that's one of the reasons we don't really blame our parents for it. And we shouldn't really waste our time doing so. Also, I think our school's system is very flawed, essentially. I know they say that you have counselors, you can go and talk to them. But also, we talked about this in our previous podcast, that those counselors are more like educational counselors. They don't care about your mental health or your personal life. Okay? So usually, teachers use this phrase a lot, okay? Oh, if you get below a C, you're not going to stay in my class. So that thing personally hits me a lot because I know that I need to score a C. I don't care what I'm going through. I need to get a C because I need to stay in this class and this teacher works for me. You cannot miss my class no matter what the reason is. If you want to take a mental break, you cannot take it because you know that this teacher will no excuse because they're going to kick you out of your class. So that becomes really, I think, toxic at one point because capacity you just have to be there physically. Exactly. I feel like, you know, with our current education system, yeah. there's no way we can balance our personal lives with our, you know, education. It's very difficult, like no matter what you're going through, like personally, you're always expected to be at the top of the class. You're expected to attend every single class. And I think like those expectations are very unrealistic because you, like the, your teachers, so they don't know what you're going through. Maybe so, yeah. what I used to do is, I used to do that, I'm not doing well. I'm, I used to come to Kinawa, I'm going to be for a while. Yeah, so once I get my grade, and once I do my exam, now focus on myself and so I just suppressed those feelings. For example, the exam didn't work out, and I just didn't want to deal with it anymore because I'm going to suppress cardiac. And then you go that, I go that, and I know our exams used to last like three weeks last year, consecutive. Yeah? And by the end of those three weeks, I had bottled up so much, and then I was just like swirling away, and they were it, everything would just come crashing down all at once. I like the worst moment of my life. You know, coping mechanisms, it really, really matters. I do understand that teachers, they, they're also going through the same thing. You know, they, they're doing their job. They get money for this. They have to, like, make us um, study or whatever. But I think that academic stress is much more than what it is. It's not just stress because it leads to a lot of things. It leads to depression, it leads to anxiety. And personally, I think anxiety, it did develop from academic stress because I get the most anxious when I'm studying or when I'm giving my exam. Amna and I, we both discussed this a lot and most of our panic attacks happen before the exam day or like a week before we're supposed to give our exams. I think a lot of people need to understand this and just take that into account that when you're putting this sort of pressure on a student or like a child, you need to understand that there consequences. And there should be like some sort of relief. I'm going to talk about three personal experiences first of all. So you know how I was just talking about suppressing my eating? Great, great tendon. I don't need boxing. So that one month that you guys had as a prep week, that was me just not dealing with my feelings. And I really didn't have much work to do. I did nothing except to strap myself with nothing. Yeah. And I remember a day before my physics exam, uh, I had a panic attack, the one that Mary was referring to. And I remember in the morning I came and I told her and she was like, you know what, it's okay. I'll help you if I can. Just breathe, okay? 
And I remember that those whole final exams, I had the worst sleep disorder. I don't think I slept more than an hour for every exam. I was just so angry because I, I remember just sleep. You get what my mouth me out of that I was feeling. And then the second thing that made me say that everything depends on that final CIE exam that I gave. So my mock result was way, way better than my CI result. And I remember that when I came to pick up my CI result, I won't name the teacher, but their exact words to me was, I'm disappointed to get all my CI day. And I was just smiling. What, what do you want me to do now? And let me just remind you, Hamna did not get an average CI result. And yet that teacher said, I'm disappointed. Like, what else do you expect from a student? I'm coming to school, and honestly, you know, the sentiments that we have attached to all of us are just cool. So my nostalgic feeling of my mother was Adi when I go into the staff room or the office, I remember. And, you know, there's teachers hugging me, congratulating me, but then you can see it on their face. You get dumped in the ASRs and I, they were like, yeah, we thought you could do better and I was like yeah me too it was kind of triggering I was forced to get everything rejected and I was forced through all of that again because you know, who wouldn't want an x-ray star I was like so and then I had to see their faces being like you know, now what do I do? Like, you know, teachers, some teachers, obviously not going to name any teachers, but some are genuinely very unsupportive. And like, you know, and sometimes, you know, as a student, you feel like, oh, you have to fulfill this teacher's expectations because a lot of teachers have, you know, very high expectations of their students, which on their part is totally fine. Like, I understand that. Like, I really do understand that. But you know, due to that, it, I remember like there was this teacher and he was giving us a lot of homework and we had exams coming up. And I was like, hey, sir, like, you know, tension or stress was about the exam. And he was like, hey, kis cheez ka stress, kis cheez ka tension, aapne ghar pe bache paan le, aapke koi kaam kar rahe, aapne bills dene, aapko kis cheez ki tension hai, kis cheez ki stress hai. Ye to aapne 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 I mean, like, this mentality is just so messed up. Also, I feel like in certain schools, there is a segregation of high achievers. So basically, the students who are at the top of the class just given more attention because they want distinction. So attention and I personally went through this. Um, I'll tell you, basically, obviously, they need to be at the top of the class at the end of the day. But I was never at the top of my admath class. I was like, so that was the thing. So, they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. All of my friends, some high achievers, and I wasn't. And I was like, why should I even be working for something? And and recently I was really indecisive. I was like, should I take admit? Should I drop it? This was uh, after the high achievers thing that they announced. I could bear this mentally because obviously that was not something that I was hoping for. Also, I think personally, I only study school or academies. And I think academies wala entire scenario is like really um, hectic. If you are already, you know, 
putting your eight hours in school, you're supposed to learn something from it. You, there shouldn't be a need to go to academies. But my parents are also like, uh, academy le lo na. Agar nahi ho, academy le lo. Like, you know, even if say I'm not taking academy, I don't need to, knowing that my friends are going and that they're like, oh, he cry, he cry. And some things are out of syllabus. Okay? You're just like, you know what, maybe they'll let you. It doesn't happen. Everything just builds up and piles up and then it just comes crashing down. Personally, I feel like, you know, we have this culture of going to academies amongst, you know, amongst us. And I feel like it's very wrong because first of all, you go to school for eight hours. Then you get you get work from your school teachers and you go to these academies for three to four hours and you get work from these uh, academy teachers. So like the burden and the workload that you have is just it just increases and it just increases. So I feel like you know you academy culture and I give about Like my example I took Sir Muzammal ki academy for Islamiyat for a while. And so the Sir Muzammal Harozna and I mean, like, maybe like, I have to like study my other subjects and I have to do like other work. So what I would do was, that, um, I would just like scribble in the answer. So what I would do is, that I had paper solved one paper. So every question sheet, I would have to unstable it and unstable it every time. And I would check it with the flip and I would know that students find way, like, easy ways out. And I feel like, you know, giving such a tremendous workload, there's no point. Thank you that also the four of us here, I believe, were in the high achievers last year, right? Of our early section. And I've, whenever I like say open up or went like it, I'm not doing the best. My fears, some of them would be like, why are you worried? Like, if you're worried, we should be, you know, but then you get out right now because I had the grades. You can't discredit that. In any way, just say maybe I'm just good at my studies. Maybe I don't have anything else. Maybe she's an amazing dancer. Maybe she's something else. So it's just you. You really shouldn't discredit anyone to hide the very smart. That's not how it works. Okay, so coming back to the topic of uh, parents, I feel like especially jo high brown families in Pakistan. Yeah. Um. There is a lot of like comparison between just like cousins or family friends so i was i was the one like my uh, their their mothers were the one who went like you know meru got really good grades and i used to hear about this like a lot please like stop my mother's always comparing me to you i think that's completely wrong everybody has their own like aptitude like hamna said you cannot discredit anyone and i agree Beta, you need to get these, these grades to succeed in life. If you're not on the top of the class, you're not going to get a good job. You're not going to be able to sustain your families, right? So, they don't realize it. Obviously, their point of view is very clear. They want us to succeed. But when it grows to a point that they're making you, you know, um, opt for 16 subjects, 15 subjects, and you know that you cannot cope with it, that is when academic stress starts. It's really not all about the grades. Okay? I know someone who had like an average SAT, an average-ish, slightly above average um, transcript, but her curriculars were so amazing. Like she was able to do it because for her, writing on an exam wasn't it. It was just going out and perform, you know, performing arts. That was her thing. And she 
took her time out, she excelled in that, and I want her to wherever she is right now. And that's fine. You just need to find your area of interest and just focus on that. There's no such thing as being well-rounded, you're crazy, everything is Take it and just go for it. Going back to Meru's point, um, I remember that the CR result was going to and my family friends were just over. Um, so this auntie goes like, um, Aliha, your neighbor got um, around six A stars. Up to you have seven or eight lake learning. And I was getting tension. I was like, if I don't what am I supposed to feel? Matlab ke, are you saying ke that neighbor is better than me? Or are you saying that I'm smart? Matlab, what are you insinuating? Uske alawa, I, was, I was so stressed this baat because obviously a family getting with you, milke, haan, haan, kar rahe Matlab, everyone's agreeing to the auntie. And then her namaz mein, I was like, Allah, please, six stars six stars And I think that shows that uh, comparison or that leads to the stress because I used to say ke, I need eight A stars, I need seven A stars. Because uske ilawa, I couldn't imagine my scary result like Shorata, though I don't know what I would have been through. Same because for like, you know, like almost my entire life, I've always been compared to my elder brother. Now I hope he doesn't see this podcast because I'm never gonna say this to his face, but he is like much smarter than me, which is true. And you know, as when he got a CA results, and jumping like uski jitne A's and A stars I was like, well, now I have to get more A's and A stars than him. But like, like this is what I have to do. And for example, Emma, like even in school, like because we go to the same school, I've always been compared to my brother by every single teacher. It's a lot of pressure. Like Emma is a much better debater than me, like a much, much better debater than me. When I don't achieve as much as my brother, I genuinely do feel like a failure. So this comparison, this entire narrative of comparing children to other children, comparing siblings, it's just, it's very messed up and this doesn't I know a lot of people in Pakistan because their parents like put so much pressure on them that you doctor, you engineer. And this, this is like so unhealthy for people. Yeah, because I personally also know another guy and his medical admission was not medical. When the son told his dad that he didn't medical, his dad was like literally depressed. He said, oh, I want to become a doctor, I So I feel like we should, this, it's time to change this narrative. So guys, I think Jessica was saying it's really important that you focus on your extracurriculars as well. And I think once you become a part of some circuit, like for example, the waiting circuit, your admin will force you to, you know, attend all the events that are just happening. So I think you cannot go, you cannot, you don't have the mental space to, you know, attend each and every event every week. So it gets a lot for you. And I think if you say, I am not going to this event, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling great. So I don't want to go to this event. So you thank you guys for watching. Um... <laughs> <laughs>